This is the Average Guy Network, and you have found Home Gadget Geek show number 589, recorded on November 2nd. That's the date, right? 2023. Here on Home Gadget Geeks, we cover all the favorite tech gadgets that find their way into your home. News, reviews, product updates, and conversation, all for the average tech guy. I'm your host, Jim Carlson, broadcasting live from the Average Guy TV studios here in a beautiful Bellevue, Nebraska. We had some cold days, like mm, a couple, maybe a week. It got cold. It's going to warm back up this weekend, which I'm looking forward to. Leaves and, you know, it's fall here in the United States, in the West, in the Northern Hemisphere. And uh, and so we got some cleanup to do. I it's like 20 degrees last weekend, but we'll get out there, get a mode, get them cleaned up. It's not the end. You know how that goes. I still have a silver maple with some leaves that need to come. Probably have three weeks before all those leaves come down. But, of course, we'll post a show. Very few, uh, why would I say, world-class show notes because I don't really have any topics that have links tonight. So very few. But if you haven't been out to TheAverageGuy.tv in a while, check it out. We've, I made some changes out there. We got some things going on. I threw some ads on there. Sorry if you don't like the ads. Well, they pay a little bit, you know, maybe 10 bucks a month on the ads. A little intrusive. Sorry. I gave it a try. Uh, but if you haven't checked that out in a while, check it out now, TheAverageGuy.tv. The, by the way, the show notes have been getting more AI content in them, and I'm getting better at that. So we're getting more and more. I'll add a few AI at the bottom of the bottom of the notes. It says uh, more from chat GPT or something like that. And then, so I, I disclose this stuff comes from chat GPT and uh, trying to add some value. I'd love to know what you think about that stuff. A few of you are pretty, pretty helpful about letting me know what you think. We haven't checked out the show, no- show notes in a while. Check them out. Big thanks to Neil who always sends me an email. I shouldn't say always, but pretty close. Sends me an email and uh, with some feedback. Appreciate that. And uh, and so thanks for doing that. Big thanks to Gavin Campbell, who joined me two weeks ago. Took a week off. We've had, I almost had to cancel tonight. Last two guests have uh, canceled on me. And it's okay. Eh, I got things going on, whatever. Maybe they're big and important. But uh, so, but tonight I had some updates uh, for, for you guys. But big thanks to Gavin Campbell, who filled in uh, last week, uh, two weeks ago. And a great show. If you haven't caught it yet, head out to theaverageguy.tv slash HGG588 and uh, listen to it. Now, big thanks to our Patreon subscribers uh, who keep the show running uh, each and every week. We have a $5 plan if you want to join the team. And and Bjorn just did. Appreciate that. He did that, uh, oh, a couple weeks back. Um, if you want to join the team, head out to theaverageguy.tv slash Patreon. But big thanks to those folks as well. If you've got a topic idea... Um, and you want to join me for it. Maybe you're an expert in something or you got something you want to do, something you want to say. Now uh, would be a good time to send me an email. So Jim at TV send me an email. Even if you've never been on the show before, uh, we'll, get, we'll give it a shot. If you're uncomfortable, I know some people are like, I don't want to be on the show and I don't want to force you to be on the show. Still send me the idea. It's harder for me to do. I don't have a ton of time to do a ton of research on some of these kinds of things. But... Um, if you, if you got an idea and you want to join me for it, you got maybe it's something you do, something with work, it's tech related. You know, you've been, hopefully you've been listening long enough. You know what we do here. Um, send me an email, jim at TV. I'd love to hear from you. All right. Uh, tonight, in tonight or today, whatever you're listening to this show, a couple things we're going to cover. One, I have a big health update for you, my own personal health. 
it's important. It's going to affect some things going forward. So I thought I'd fill you guys in since it was a solo show. I thought, okay, that, that'd work out pretty well. Uh, everything's fine, but we got a health update coming up. Uh, I got some gadgets, some health gadgets we're going to cover. Uh, we're going to think, and I'm, I got an idea for, for a format change. I want to get your feedback on it. We'll give it, I get, uh, I asked the guys earlier for some ideas. We're going to do an update on Sammy and then we're going to talk a little bit about IOT over winter and then some things that you might want to think about doing around your tech in the winter, right? Get you thinking about when you think about changing your batteries on your cams, what else should you do? Right. So we'll, we'll talk about all those things. If you're listening live, still be thrown in the chat. I'll be watching. It distracts me a little bit, but that's okay. I think I can get through this as well. Okay. Big, so big health updates. Some of you know, uh, for the last decade or so, I've struggled with an enlarged prostate. And gentlemen, I'm 55. Gentlemen, uh, usually in their 50s, sometimes earlier, it depends on your doctor and your family history and some of those kinds of things. But that during your physical is by far the most comfortable part of an entire physical for a man is getting their prostate uh, fit, you know, examined. And so a lot of guys avoid it. And I'm not sure I avoided it. I think I'd had an exam before I started having trouble, but I began to have some trouble, you know, going to the bathroom at one point. I was having some of those, you know, difficult, urgent moments. And this was in my mid forties. In fact, for some of you, it was happening while we were at the, at the home service show meetups. Didn't, it was the early, 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 early signs of that. And I, I didn't know it was coming on. I, I got to check down. We've been monitoring it for a while. Uh, twice I've had um, biopsies taken. Generally, I shouldn't say generally. Sometimes a large prostate means cancer. And so they continue to check for that. I've been on some meds to kind of help with it. I, I'm telling you this not to gross you out or, to, you know, bring attention to it. Oh, I do want to bring attention to it because, gentlemen, I know I, I know this stuff's important. Like, and you should... You know, Tony says checking the the, the PSA is uh, checking the PSA or not is a controversial topic. Um, in my case, I'm glad <laughs> I'm glad we we got it checked early uh, and, and and get it checked often, uh, uh, so to speak. Um, so, um, but it's got it's gotten to the point um, for me. My the PSA scores are really high. It, that's PSA, they do a little bit of blood work. They got this number that they give you. I'm on some meds, so they got to double that number. It's really high. And uh, I'm feeling the physical effects of it. So it's not comfortable. So we've been doing some tests. And uh, and Monday, they went in and checked the muscle walls of the bladder. And they're starting to show some signs of wear. And they're a little concerned. that um, they're, they're a little concerned at that point. They're, they're like, hey. You don't want these muscles to wear out because if they do, you know, there's, there's not a lot of great ways to repair that. I'm no doctor, by the way. This is not medical advice. This has just been my experience. So, um, so in early December, so finally, we've kind of gone through this for the last seven, seven or eight years. And so this December, I will be having surgery to remove part of it. And I'm not going to do a total removal. And this is kind of a newish procedure. They'll laser out some parts of it. It's kind of disgusting to think about it. It will get a good, you know, will it get a good look at, not the best look, it'll get a good look at. They'll do a biopsy on all those, on that tissue sample, the C. He said that's not generally where cancer comes from in prostate. So he's like, eh, but we'll look at it, right? And um, 
So that's coming up in December. I don't, um, I don't think it's, uh, it's something to worry about, but it's going to be a big procedure. I'll be, <laughs> I will be, there's some great chat. I'll, I'll come back to the chat. You guys keep going in that. I'll come back to the chat here in just a second. Anytime you talk about a prostate, you know, you're going to get some funny comments. So, um, <clears throat> I, 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 yeah, it's a procedure guys. I'll be, you know, it's an overnight stay. I'll be in the hospital for a while. There'll be, there'll be some recovery to it. You know, I'll be out for a week or so from work and maybe two. Uh, Gallup's being great about this. Take it. It's basically take as much time as you need. Uh, but that will, that'll free up the symptoms, you know, going to the bathroom that I, that I have now and to give me another 30 years before I need to worry about it again. Uh, trust me. I mean, I, I, I think, uh, there's still a possibility at some point of having prostate cancer. So I'll continue to get that checked on a regular basis. I'll go back on meds. We'll do a PSA. We'll do exams. I'm sure I'll get the camera there again, or the, you know, uh, I'll leave it. I'll leave it to your imagination on what they have to do for that. But, um, I know it's uncomfortable, but still get it checked. Right. Um, so I've got some, this will be something I'll have to kind of work on the rest of my life. Nothing to be worried about for the most part. Percentages are low. Even prostate cancer is very, very treatable uh, from what I've learned in this. And if it does get to that point, we'll just treat it. I'm young. That's the, that's the good news, right? Is we're thinking about this. Um, I'm super young and I'd rather, I'd rather handle these things. And I'm in pretty good shape. I'd rather handle the, although my back hurts tonight, <laughs> I'd rather handle these things now then uh, do them when I'm 70. I just, it's just a lot. It's just a lot better doing it that way. And, you know, I, I just think of my really good friend, Mike Howard, who, who let that go a little too long. And so gentlemen, if you're, if you're, you know, if you're there, have that conversation with your doctor. Well, first of all, if you're not getting physicals, get a physical. <laughs> at least one, get some blood work done. Have a good, have a good chat with a doctor. If you're not doing, you need to, you need to do this. It's this is super important, right? Have them check everything, especially at our age, you know, anything, anything 15 above, let, let them spend some time. My, my doctor's great. He sits down and talks with me. He's an older guy. Just, I, I love hanging out with him. The, um, so have that, have that conversation with your doctor and, and, and get that, get that and other things that you should be concerned about, whatever that is, whatever, but, but don't, don't let it go. Okay. Don't, don't, don't let these things go. Don't go a long time without, without checking them, those kinds of things. They're, they're important. And, uh, and Brian says, glad, glad you're bringing this up. It is important and it is super important. And you don't have to be 50 to have these problems. I was 45 when it started started kicking in. I could have ignored it. It was super uncomfortable though. And I'm kind of a baby when it comes to that kind of stuff. So I, I went in and they're like, yeah, okay, we'll monitor it for a while. The good news is this surgery will, will hopefully has high propen high propensity to fix some of those problems that I've been having with, with um, going to the bathroom. John says I'm 58 and listening very attentively. And yeah, yeah, yeah. John, you're, you're pretty good. <laughs> I know uh, you're pretty good about monitoring what's going on with your body. Uh, but it's good. Uh, it, it is good. It's good to, if you're, if you're haven't done physicals, do that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Bob says prostate health source monitoring. Yeah, it is. It is from, for men. Listen, it's a really, uh, it's a, 
it's an organ that if it goes wrong, is does a lot of things go through that, and they're important to your health. Not from well, yeah, from from uh, just just how you live, uh, your quality of life. They a lot of things can get messed up there. So, John says it's is it a MRI uh, guided operation? I will not have an MRI in advance. At least I don't have one scheduled yet. I had one when they did the last biopsy. We did a full MRI and then they uh, did ultrasound live and merged it with the MRI to say, okay, this is where it showed up on the MRI. And then they could direct the, 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 the core sample or right to that spot and pull those. That was pretty cool. I wasn't comfortable. I'm going to ask if they'll put me out the next time. I don't want to do that thing. That was awful. That was awful. And, uh, and Tony, yeah, I could, I, I'm going to be asleep. So it'd be a pretty boring, if we did a live stream during the surgery, it, uh, that would be pretty boring, but well, uh, I understand as well. Um, uh, <laughs> this is hilarious. Tony said, so I had my exam. My doc uh, said the last patient asked if the Kleenex was to clean himself up or wipe his tears. And maybe a little bit of both, just to be honest. It's like it, it feels like it's forever. It's really about 10 seconds. The doctor doesn't want to be there any more than you do. And they just want to make sure they're not feeling any nodules or any kind of uh, any kind of uh, uh, tissue, you know, uh, thick tissue on the walls of your prostate. So. Um, Bob says the son of an OBGYN, no, no squeamishness here. So that's good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. These are things, you know, this is interesting. So for me, as I've been through this, I've learned so much about it. And, and, and Tony says, and people too often neglect the colonoscopy, right? They have some interesting <laughs> technology now. I don't know if I should say this live, but they have this Colaguard, right? Where you can either have the camera put in and they, and they, they put you out, I think for that now. Uh, or they have this thing called Colgard, and our families called it poop in a box. And you, you basically, it's a stool sample that you put in a box and you send. And you know, <laughs> I always just think about the UPS guys that have to, you know, take that. And it's discreet and some of those kinds of things. But it does. It's good for three years. I did that last year or two years ago. Results came back negative. The my um, my insurance covers that at a hundred percent. So I'd have to pay for any of that and not as long, not as thorough as a colonoscopy. I don't have any history of, of colon cancer in my family. Um, uh, that's not always the best, you know, but you take that in a test like this and you put them together, right? No family history that you know of. Listen, my dad was a guy who never went to the doctor, never, right? He hated doctors. So I don't know what my dad's family history was. I don't know if he had a prostate problem. I don't know if he had a col- if he had potential colon cancer. He lived to be 83. So, I mean, he did okay, but we didn't know any of those kinds of things. Well, the, the tests help with that kind of stuff, right? So that may be good to, you know, Tony, that's just a great reminder. Don't neglect that. I think that's at 50 and I did it at 51. I, I put it off for a little while and, uh, and then do it. Um, you know, good idea, John says, uh, good idea to get a thorough physical every year. Our insurance pays for everything preventative. I, check your, if you have, for your health insurance provider, check what they're covering. Gallup covers, we just had, you know, where it's it's that season where we're renewing benefits, right? Uh, and um, 
they were very adamant that 100% preventative is covered for us. So it really encourages us to do that. And he says, if you don't, Tony says, if you don't do your physical, I'll be seeing you in the hospital. And I, listen, I wouldn't, Tony, I wouldn't mind during my surgery. It was, I was coming out. If you were there, that would be pretty great. It's not why I would do it, but it would be pretty great if you were doing that. I know that's maybe not what you do, but it'd be great to see you there. Um, uh, John just had his hearing checked, right? Baseline hearing. That's a good thing to get checked on a regular basis. I was in the military and I'm, I'm sure I have some hearing loss at some point. Sarah would say I can't hear at all. Um, uh, I will probably need some kind of help with that. Both my parents, um, although it kept them married for a long time because they go to bed when they go to bed, they both snored terribly, but they take their hearing aids out and they couldn't hear each other, which was super great. Um, oh, Tony says, uh, colonoscopy down to 45 by some recs, uh, by the way. So age 45, I think is what he means that. So good to get a check. You know, again, it's a conversation to have with your doctor. Hey, is it, am I in the zone for this? And they might ask you the question, do you have any history, any family history? Might also be a great, uh, a great time to ask your family some of these questions. Uh, you know, I know, um, I know those are uncomfortable conversations. Like, hey, do you remember if grandma had colon cancer or, you know, some of those kinds of things, right? But it may be a good idea to get some of that documented uh, just because you, um, it's just not only for you, but for your kids, right? It's a good thing to pass along to the kids just so they know their family medical history. We're better at it than we've ever been from keeping records, although it's still not great, um, but maybe a good thing to do. Tony liked my poop in a box. That's what we call it. That's the, <laughs> that's the, the family name for it. We even have a little jingle. Sammy, who we'll have maybe on the show a little bit later, came up with a little jingle. Um, uh, so we'll do that. Uh, Joe says they at least put you out for that. The colonoscopy, the worst part's the prep. Yeah, it's really bad, right? Um, <laughs> John says, when we were eight, we got in trouble for doing the poop in a box thing. So, yeah, that's probably not. They weren't looking for colon cancer when you were doing it that way. Um, uh, and then Tony makes a great statement, by the way, in this, he says, it's not always how long you live, but how well you live. And there's something to that as well. I'm, you know, my, my, uh, my mom's different. Maybe she, she lived to be 90, 93 in the last couple of years were pretty difficult. Now she would tell you she was fine. She's I'm fine. We're like, mom, your heart's at 30%. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'll be fine. She didn't move around as well. I'll be fine. You know, kind of thing. Uh, Brian says, good, good point, Tony, but it is, it is that quality of life thing. You guys are doing a great job in the chat room, by the way. It is that quality of life thing, um, that, that does, that does matter. Right. Um, and, and, and yeah, John mentioned this when John was on the show, he all but said, you know, you kind of want to live the best life possible and then just go. Right. And, uh, so he also says, I'm, I'm thinking we could all go on to Jim's procedure for a meetup. Yeah. Well, you want to come that Thursday or Friday for some a recovery meetup uh, first week in December. So I, I couldn't plan any of it, but uh, um, so yeah, that I'm not sure Tony, that would be the best, the best meetup ever. But so um, uh, uh, Tony makes a good point, right? And when we think about technology, especially in this area, 23 and me found out. Um, uh, oh, 23 and me found out to be selling some of their data. I was going to say some of these kind of test sites that do this kind of stuff, 
have the ability to when they're not selling their data, apparently. And I, I don't know if they did or they didn't, but for the results that you get back for it, um, that they, they, they can, there's some markers they can see and say, Hey, you might now those tests can also scare the crap out of you where you're like, Oh, yikes. Right. I don't, yeah, that's, I, um, you know, I, I don't know. It's, it's one of those kinds of things. Yeah, the good news is you, you go with what you, what you're most comfortable with, but that is the, um, you know, that's, that's a decision that you're going to make. Uh, the other thing, uh, Tony, another good point, um, power of attorneys and living wills. Those are all things as we get older Ex- and, and are easy to do now. <laughs> maybe even chat GPT could, Ooh, maybe I could do that. Maybe I could have chat GPT, write my, write a will for me, say, Hey, write a, this format. I want it to say these things and maybe it'll crank it out for me. Maybe that would be a good, uh, a good use of chat GPT. So, uh, so first week of December, I do, uh, at least at this point, I do plan to podcast that, uh, that, that next Thursday. I may cancel it. We'll see. It's an open date right now. I may fill it. I may not. We'll just have to see how it goes, but I may, maybe I'll come back and give you an update like this on, on, uh, on how, how everything went and all the tech. There's a ton of tech that's going into this, right? I mean, they're going to laser around this and then obliterate it and then suck it out. That's disgusting. <laughs> it's just disgusting to me. And, uh, and I'm sure there'll be some tech in the recovery. I'm actually doing some physical therapy before the, uh, the, the surgery goes in and my pre-op physical here coming up in a couple weeks. So lot, lots of things going on with it. I was chatting with my sister. She says, how do you feel? I feel fine. I feel great. I'm, I'm excited. Um, uh, and yeah, John, um, John says update, uh, here's the machine. Now you can see how they're using it and here, here's what they took out. Yeah. I'm not interested in seeing any of it to be honest with that. I don't want to, I know they'll do videos and all that other kind of stuff, but I, I not, not, I'm not interested in seeing, I'm not going to show it to you guys for sure. Um, so that's coming up here beginning of December. Thanks for, thanks for thinking about me. And that, and I appreciate you guys letting me kind of work through it on the podcast. I wasn't sure if that'd be interesting or not. And, but I I did want, um, I did want you guys to hear that. And I do want you to take your health seriously. I miss Mike a lot. And I think if he had caught that a little bit earlier, we'd, we'd probably still have him today. Yeah. No no guarantees on that. You never know, right? You just, you, you, you never, you, you never really know, but uh, earlier is better than later, I think, in most cases. So get yourself checked out. Couple, uh, couple fun health gadgets. I, I've ta- I think I've talked a little bit about these before. Uh, that the family's been, we've had kind of fun with. That not a, they weren't intentionally purchased for fun, but we've been, we've been kind of having fun. One is a pulse ox meter. I'm showing it on the video, uh, uh, audio folks. It really is just one of those devices that you put on your finger and you push a button. And then uh, we always say, pull my finger. That's, that's part of the thing. We leave this at the dinner table. And so now it's, uh, it's measuring my, uh, and you can see here, I have a, uh, pulse, uh, the, my ox is at uh, 95, my pulse 96. I'm talking, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a little excitable. Normally I sit in the high seventies type deal. I bet if I took a breath and relaxed, I could probably get the pulse down a little bit. 
uh, what we do at the dinner table on this one is, um, is see who can get the lowest heart rate and, or, or the highest oxygen VO two max. Is that what they call it? No, that's something else, but, uh, it's a measurement of the oxygen in your bloodstream. And, um, we bought it during COVID because one of the symptoms of COVID was low, low oxygen in your bloodstream. And I was just like, you know, maybe we should have this, you know, it was the day when nobody was going out and we're locked in the houses and some of those kinds of things. And, uh, it's actually turned into a really fun thing. I know it sounds crazy, but the kids come over every Sunday, my Marine son comes over and it's one of the first things we do to see where everybody's at. And then we talk about how the week was and somebody's got this thing stuck on their finger and they're meditating, trying to get their, their heart rate down. We talk about, you know, what, 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 what went on in your week? Was it stressful or not stressful or those kinds of things? So I never thought we'd turn this pulse ox into a, into a game at the house. Um, but we do, and it's kind of cool. It's kind of fun. It, 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 it brings, uh, some good health conversations and makes, kind of gamifies the, you know, the whole, the whole, how are you feeling, you know, type deal. All my kids are adults, although the little kids love this kind of stuff too. Cause it's, you know, it's got a cool little graph on the front. I guess I have to have my finger in it to make it work. It's got some cool little graphs on the front of it. And, um, uh, and so <laughs> Bob, <laughs> Bob says, pull my finger. <laughs> That's great. It's been very useful to know how bad my asthma is. Yeah. There you go. There you go. The cool is we keep around. I don't know, Bob, I think I paid 20 bucks for this, maybe 30. Uh, good to keep at the dinner table. Again, it's one of those crazy. My son just reaches across and grabs it and we start, we start doing that game. So pull your finger, uh, kind of a cool thing. And then Tony, you, you couldn't have, you couldn't have built a segue any better for me. He says, I can't emphasize how important blood pressure management is. And so Sarah, I was having some blood pressure, um, concern. And so we, we bought basically a portable blood pressure cuff, ah, 40, 50 bucks. Maybe I'd have to, I'd have to look on it. She made sure she put her name on it. I think she took it to work. Um, but it is since paramed makes this, it has since come home. I think you can, Tony, you could probably get dozens of these kinds. Is it the most accurate thing in the world? Is it good enough? Probably, you know, probably, you know, so you strap that around, put it, put it in certain, like at heart level turn the thing on, squeezes, does some measurements. I've been, um, yeah, uh, Bob says, this is the literal game of life. Yes, yeah, this is. This is, uh, we just, we thought it was hilarious. We do it all the time, which is crazy now. We, these are, these, I had to go get these off of our, our kitchen table because we just leave them there. Um, uh, some instructions to in the box on what not to do and what to do on that. So that's kind of good. Not below your heart, but straight out above it. And uh, it'll even one up there. So um, then we, again, blood pressure, we high, highs, lows, you know, you get a number 120 over 80, something like that. One of, one of the things, even though I've mentioned, I've had some, um, health, I'm having these health problems now. Blood pressure has never been an issue for me. I always come in 120 over 80 or some variant of that. And it varies on who's taking it and some of those kinds of things. Sammy and I, many of you know, uh, Sammy and I have been giving blood together for the last three years since COVID started. And we're pretty faithful every 
two months, we go Red Cross to the Red Cross um, facility out in West Omaha and give blood together. We also, <laughs> we're so crazy. We compete on time to see who can give the blood in the quickest amount of time. And they always shake their heads. They're like, it's not a race, guys. And we're like, it is for us. And so I don't five thirty, I think was my last one. And, um, uh, Brian, I, Brian says, can I put a link in the discord for, I, I, I'd have to look it up again. Um, uh, find, find one uh, there at this level. They're all pretty simple. It's made by, um, a paramed P A R A M E D paramed, and then spend as much as you want. The more you spend, probably the better it is. But, uh, this one, this one works out really well for us. Um, so, uh, yeah, yeah. That John says, yeah, it is hilarious. It's a bloodletting competition. We turn everything into a competition at our house. It's so crazy, but, uh, we've been doing that and they take your blood pressure. They also check the iron in your blood when you're there. And then you get, you get some, I wish they would do a lipid, you know, they would do the cholesterol testing. That would be awesome. They have like five or six vials, you know, they take blood and then they fill up each one of those vials and they, they go for testing for various things. It's a pretty great program. The app, the, the Red Cross app is actually dynamite. Whoever they got, whoever they paid to build the Red Cross app is incredible. They have a rapid pass on there because they have to ask you all these questions, like 80 questions or something before you go in there. Have you been out of the country? You know, all kinds of crazy health questions. And um, uh, But the coolest part about it is they have a um, uh, badges. And so you get, they have like holiday badges, you get 4th of July, uh, different health, uh, you know, different people who are important to the Red Cross. Some of those things are celebrated. Almost all the holidays are on there. And so we've been working over the last couple of years to get all the badges. We're two away in 2024. We will finish up all the badges. And by then we'll have actually given three, three gallons of blood, uh, there, which, which I think is important. Yeah. They give us, we've gotten t-shirts and gift cards and some of those kinds of things. I do it without any of that stuff. You know, But it is, um, uh, it is fun. It's a fun, the app, the app absolutely helps out and they have some health. They, they keep track of your health. So I can kind of see, Hey, here's where my, my, the iron in my blood content has been over time and they want a certain, they need a certain thing. And then they check blood pressure all the time. I, I used to get my blood pressure checked almost every quarter at work with, uh, in the fitness center. I've never had a, never had a struggle with that, but fun. Like, and in a fun way to get your kids, even your adult kids to start thinking about their blood pressure because too high or too low can be very, very dangerous for people. Uh, Tony had said, um, uh, he says, Tony says, I can't emphasize how important blood pressure management is from someone who works in the stroke belt. So it, it, it is. It's very, very important and good to know and good to know often. And on this, you can do it for free and it's easy. It's, I never could understand what they're counting. You know, they put the cuff on it, you know, and squeeze your arm and then they let the air out and they'd be counting these things. I could never figure that out. This does it all for you. And, uh, and it's just fun. Do it with your kids. It's good, good, good stuff to, um, yeah. And Tony, Tony mentions, uh, well, hold on. Bob says, that it's a race for the cookies. I found out this last time we went, all those treats are donated, which is kind of cool. They had some really good cookies this time. Sammy was like, man, they have upped their cookie game. It used to be like Oreos. 
but these were like chewy chips ahoy with and, I, and i'm a i'm a chewy cookie guy not a crunchy one they were delicious they have juice and water and you know a different kind of stuff you can sit there as long as you want and uh, and relax we don't exercise for a couple of days afterwards just because it's you're definitely tired. You shouldn't drink alcohol after you've given blood, those kinds of things. And then Tony says, super important to have the appropriately sized blood pressure cuff. Yeah, these, when you buy these, you can buy them in certain sizes. And they've got the ability, this one has the ability, it's got a longer, it has a longer cuff in it that fits. Now, depends on the size of your arm. If you're Arnold Schwarzenegger, I don't know, maybe this doesn't, this probably doesn't fit it. But, um, and again, with things like this, you're just kind of using them for daily maintenance or whatever, right? Just things you can check. You need to be seeing a regular medical professional and having this done by somebody who knows what they're doing, right? Uh, on a regular basis and getting some of that um, as well. Tony says out in chat, hypertension and sleep apnea is more common in, in, in the young these days, especially sleep apnea. And boy, I tell you what, this week, um, I some of you know, because I told you, I think that during COVID, I stopped sleeping. It was crazy. Like a couple months in, I just was sleeping maybe three hours a night, three, four hours a night. I did that for like a year. Guys, it wears you out. Like I was tired and I worked a lot. I mean, because I I was, listen, I was pretty stressed. I was creating a lot of content. I was doing a lot of stuff for work. I was having a lot of fun, but I was worried. I mean, I was really, really worried. It was affecting my sleep. Um, uh, Got some exercise going again been trying to do some things to to kind of lessen the stress and so even at work taking on a few less things last couple of weeks we had some things going on at work that's been pretty stressful man i could see it affect my sleep right away like last night i was up at 150 in the morning and i couldn't go back to sleep i did i shouldn't say that i did nap on and off until about 5:30 but those you know hey every once in a while uh, you know, it happens, right? Every once in a while it happens. If it becomes a regular reoccurring pattern, or if you're having sleep apnea, that's another good thing. If you snore and it's it's keeping you awake, I mean, you can snore and not have sleep apnea, but it's a good thing to get checked. Talk to your doctor about it. That may be keeping you awake. You may not be getting, that's where these like the aura rings, right? Or the Fitbit trackers or your watch, your Apple watch or whatever, whatever you have. That may be, you might want to turn that on. I know there's an app for your phone. It'll monitor you and listen. You can have it. It will play back your snoring for you. Um, if you're snoring during the middle of the night, I'll tell you when you did and how much you did. Forget the name of the app. Um, you, you just find it on in the, in the app store. I can't recommend. I haven't used any of them long enough to recommend any of them. You have to try some out. But may, maybe not, again, maybe not a bad idea from a health perspective to just get that stuff monitored. Because it sucks not sleeping. It's terrible. And it just affects a lot of things. I definitely feel um, not as sharp over the last week that I haven't that I haven't gotten the sleep that I did. I was, I was back to eight hours. It was beautiful. I was going to bed at nine and sometimes getting up at six and, and getting more than that. And it felt really, 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 really good. And uh, so, so check it out. You know, if you're having trouble with that, maybe it's time. We got all this technology, guys. You got it on your phone and your watch. And uh, I, I'm surprised to let you can't tell the A lady almost said the name. 
tell the a lady to monitor your sleep and, uh, and, and she'd do it for you. John says, I sleep, uh, immensely better when I use a humidifier in the room. Yep. Yeah. Temperature matters too in the room shows up on my O2 levels from the Garmin watch much more stable. So yeah, that works for you. You wouldn't know that John, if you didn't weren't checking it on your watch all the right, all the right time. He says he sleeps from midnight to eight 30 now. And, uh, yeah. And, and uh, apparently some, for some people, regular times going to bed at the same time, waking up at the same time, using some of those, uh, using Alexa, you know, using, they have some relaxation apps that you can use or, sounds, crashing water, rain, storms. I love going to bed on a windy night. I love the wind. I love to feel the pressure of the wind pushing against the house. Like when, if you get a really big wind, I know this sounds weird, but get a really big windstorm and it pushes and you can hear the house kind of creak a little bit. Ah, something about that just makes me want to sleep. I don't know what it is, but I love that. The other night we got some wind uh, and it felt, and it just helped me. It just helps me. Um, uh, yeah, Tony says, uh, cool room, dark room, routine schedule is so important to your sleep. If you're struggling with that, and sometimes it's just hard. It's hard to get all those things pulled together. Weight matters in this area. And so, you know, I'm constantly, I've been started intermittent fasting again this week as I was thinking about surgery. I thought, you know, might be nice to l- lose a few pounds <laughs> before I go in for surgery. And so, uh, you know, you don't want to lose a lot in a month, but, but that doesn't hurt. So, um, some of those things, right. Uh, be thinking about, be thinking about that stuff. All right. So gentlemen and ladies, I don't know if we have, listen, if we have any women listening to this podcast on a regular basis. Would you email me? I won't be creepy about it. I just, I think it's all guys. And so send me an email, Jim at the average guy.tv. And, uh, and I, and I won't, uh, I, I may not even reply back, but I'd love to see if there's any, any ladies in the house listening to us. Um, uh, okay. We're, or I don't know, in this one, we're probably 30 some minutes, 35, 40 minutes in. Um, want to ask you, uh, I'm, I've been thinking about changing up the format a little bit. It kind of has to do because tonight I had two, I've had two guests over the last two weeks kind of cancel on the time. And, I even had, I forget who it was. Someone said to me, I had a guest and they were like, um, wouldn't earlier be better than, than eight o'clock? He goes, how much traction, how many live viewers do you really get at eight o'clock central on a, you know, on a Thursday night? Well, at five, at least that's what the, that's what the says right up there right now. You can't see that, but, um, I don't know. I like eight. I thought about moving to seven. I think at one point we were seven. I moved it to eight because I kept work kept getting in the way. I was getting home late. I was in a rush. But I had this idea of for some of these guests where they're a little hesitant to jump in live to just record them, uh, just record them in a time that works for them and then play those interviews into the show. So maybe we do a 45 minute interview and I add some context around it. I listened to, uh, the one nation under whiskey podcast. It's a whiskey, two guys. They have a, they have a, they're independent bottlers. And they talk about whiskey. They have a two hour podcast every week. It's crazy. They always do a, like a one hour interview in the center of it. I wouldn't do two hours, but, but th- that they've recorded and then they play it in they talk about it before and they talk about it after. And, uh, and I thought maybe I wouldn't do it every week that way. But if I get a guest and I can't get them to come on Thursdays, um, I do it, do it and play it in, still be here. So you guys can make comments. I could make comments back, but I, I thought about doing that. What do you think? 
Jim at the average guy.tv you can throw it in chat. There's a, there's a few, um, um, you know, there's a few comments coming in on that is now, uh, now, uh, uncle Marv says, same problem with my show. Do the time that works best for you. Oh, I appreciate that. Uncle Marv. Um, uh, Brian says, sounds like a good idea. So just a thought and, um, you know, just maybe a different way I could get them on, get an interview and then come back, add a little, add a little comments before we can chat about it as we're talking about it. But I, I'd like to have some, you know, continue to have some outside influencers talk about some things, maybe grow the show a little bit. So let me know, Jim at the average guy.tv wondering what you would think if I did that and then played them in live uh, earlier. Uh, you guys asked for a little update on Sammy. She's working at the library, still working part-time. She just got, just got home before we started the show and she loves it there. So she's doing, she's doing well. We'll get her back on the show here, uh, get an update, maybe first of the year, get an update from her and uh, see how things are going. She's doing great at the library and, and all, all things are well with her. Um, uh, you know, we're, we're all. Uh, we're all busy now. We're, we don't spend as much time. We still eat dinner together every night, which is which is pretty cool. I shouldn't say every night. Thursday night's an exception because she's working and we're we're getting ready for this. Sarah and I kind of use Thursday nights like a date night sometimes, but um, she's doing well. So um, we'll we'll get her we'll get her back on uh, the podcast. Um, uh, I think producer Bob had asked about winter IoT stuff, and I think. Uh, we'll wrap the show on this. Just some ideas, you know. Okay, first of all, if you think about your cameras, I just got this email from Ring the other day, and they were like, "Hey, sometimes in extreme weather conditions, you need to think about your outdoor cameras." And I think that might be the case on a lot of things. Maybe if you have TVs that are outside, um, I've got a monitor in, in in the in the smoke shack out in the back. Um, when the temperature gets extremely cold. You know, the recommendation is to make sure it's fully charged. So before you go into a real cold snap, make sure it's fully charged. Don't, when you pull the batteries in, do not start charging them up until the batteries have reached room temperature, right? So a few, few things they want you to do. Um, but you might want to think through your IoT devices, especially those ones that are outside, and think, do they have a battery in them? And how cold is it going to get? How protected are they? Um, so uh, might might be um, you know might be one of those things to check. So while you're thinking of checking things, right? We're coming up to that season, right? Where where we think about in in chat room, fill in for me here. Help help me out. Like those things, I'll, I'll mention a few. If you have any other things you want to add, throw those in the chat. Um, you know, uh, Tony had mentioned it's a good time to check your subscriptions. And he found out that I mentioned Ring, and he found out he had been paying for Ring and not using it. Right? That may. How many subscriptions do you have? As we, you know, your taxes, at least in the United States, due April, but we can start filing them usually towards the end of January. If you take a little time to do some tax prep now, uh, you'll be way ahead of the game come January. End of January, get those things filed early. Get them out of the way. I always wait. I'm dumb. I'm stupid about that. I just need to get it done. Um, well, uh, well now Sarah is working from home. She's going to be a 1099 employee. So, it, and I had to file that because of the podcasting stuff. I had to file that, you know, the the expanded tax return, which is impossible to figure out. 
And uh, so uh, I'll have a little more work myself of keeping receipts and some of those kinds of things. Um, so might might be worth it to go through your credit card statement or your bank statement and say, hey, are we using every single subscription? How many streaming services are we subscribed to, right? What's the, you know, do we need them all? Might be a good time. I've mentioned this before. 2024 could be a really difficult year uh, financially for folks. Um, I, maybe the last three haven't been easy for you, right? But that may, maybe there's some things in there that you can easily economize on, right? Get in there, get some of those things figured out. Check your subscriptions. Get ready for your taxes. And maybe get an early jump on, well, you know, uh, here in the U.S., or at least in the northern hemisphere, might be time to check the, the uh, you, you might have a humidifier on your furnace and you haven't checked that filter in a thousand years and it's clogged up with all kinds of residue from your water and whatever, right? We change, we might change that filter for the furnace on a regular basis, but I know a lot of folks are like, some of you might even be going, do I have a humidifier on my furnace? You might, you might never, you might never know that you're supposed to be changing the wicks that are in there, right? Water drips down, warm air picks it up, pushes that into your, into your, um, into your house. I, uh, in the fall, I have a Govi, I have Govi humistats that I use for the scars, but in the fall, I take one of them out and I put it up on top of the furnace. Well, one of the runs on the furnace, and it just gives me some idea what the humidity down here in the basement is from a house a whole house perspective. Not as important now, but as we get into winter, it can get really dry, right? With with forced we have forced air gas, and it can get really dry. So um, that humidifier on our furnace is important. I use the Govi sensor then to just kind of tell me right now. It tells me it's seventy one degrees down here and forty two percent, which is comfortable at the moment. As the air gets drier outside, that'll make a bigger, that'll get, make a bigger difference and that'll come down. And then I can adjust the humistat or the, 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 uh, yeah, the humidifier. There we go. Can adjust the humidifier from there. Mine's up. Mine's not automatic. I need to adjust it based on the temperature. Yours might be, I'll check it out. Might be a good, uh, might be a good thing, uh, to, to check, um, as well as like batteries in your, I know you're supposed to do this. Well, this this weekend coming up Sunday, it's daylight saving time. No, it's not daylight saving. It's hard for me not to say daylight savings, but it's just daylight saving time. Um, check your batteries in your smoke detectors and carbon monoxide and some of those kinds of things. If you have if you have any of those that run on batteries, maybe a good time to check them. Right, get get in there and get that done. Bob's got a good one. Uh, close off and winterize your hose bibs. Right. I do. I've got hoses, Bob, <laughs> sitting out there that I didn't clear. It got cold. It'll be okay. The real cold hasn't come yet. But this weekend uh, is this is the weekend I pull the hoses in. Right. It's good. Good. Put them away. You know, drain them. Put them away. Uh, we're good. I don't think I'm watering anything anymore at this point. I, I give the lawn maybe one or two more good mows. You know, got to get the leaves up. Some of those kinds of things. Tony makes a good point. Um, Service your HVAC units. Yeah, I, we have somebody come in and do it. You can do it yourself. It's not fun, but it's like people who change the oil in their own car, right? You can you can do you can do your heater, or air conditioner, or whatever. 
check your ducts for leaks, right? Especially in spaces that aren't supposed to be conditioned or aren't supposed to be heated, but the ducts run through them. In some cases here in our house, we don't have any of those spaces. So if I have a leak, it's fine for the most part, but I do, I have gone through and sealed them all up because it's kind of what I do. Check your windows. Uh, I go through at some point and lock all of them. You know, sometimes during the spring and fall, you open them to get some air in the house and I just go through and make sure they're all they're all locked off and, uh, and, and tightened up. We don't have the greatest windows. Um, uh, Tony. Yeah. In Tony's case, duck works under the house. He says, I spent almost five days under my house, sealing duck work, foundation vents, foundation penetrations, installing a dehumidifier. Cause they're they, it, in their case, they have too much humidity because of the ground and actually it's better to keep it drier down there. Keep mold away. Right. Other things. Um, so that, that is good. That's tough work, Tony. I, I don't, um, and then Bob says, wait, what? It's not automatic. <laughs> I smell a project. I actually asked this. I think you're talking about my humidifier. I asked my, the guy, you know, we had the air conditioner put in a couple weeks ago. It's running great, by the way. Can't even hear it. We can sit on the deck. You'd barely hear it. The other one was so loud, barely hear it. I won't know the energy savings till next summer because we just don't have enough hot days. But, um, I asked the guy, the owner, it's like, and you know, he would have done it. He probably would have, if he would have given me a price, I probably would have had him do it. I said, should I put an automatic one on there? Cause they have ones, you know, that they'll do it. He's like, nah, he gets just more things to go wrong. He was an old school. He was definitely an old school guy, which I appreciated. He, he same one who wouldn't put, who is like, I talked about the, the, the nest thermostat. He was like, yeah, we don't do that. <laughs> okay, but he did a great job on the uh, the air conditioning install and uh, pr- pretty fantastic uh, work on that as well. Um, Mark says, uh, get back to batteries. Summer toy battery chargers are critical. Um, the other thing was, Mark, as you're, you're mentioning that to me, um, actually collecting up your batteries and chargers and maybe getting them in one place so you know where everything's at and then keeping things, kind of keeping those things charged, that saved me a ton of time to get all of my chargers in one area. And then I kind of know, okay, that's where that, it's, it's on top of the beer fridge. You know, and you're like, okay, that's where they go. And um, it just works out nicely to do it that way. And um, so good stuff. Well, friends, thanks for coming out tonight. Uh, we, uh, like I mentioned, uh, like I mentioned earlier, and yeah, by the way, I will say, I think Joe said it earlier, says seems fine. It makes it hard for the chat to interact but with guests, but uh, that's usually minimal. Actually, it's not what I thought that said. You, <laughs> What I thought it said is I was doing okay with uh, interacting with you guys with chat. It's harder because uh, oftentimes I read your chat while, the guests are speaking. Maybe that's what you meant. And um, it, it, so I, it gives me some time here. I've got to kind of really look at them quick and be talking and be thinking about, and I don't care about the breaks. If, if I, if I stop talking for a minute, it's fine. You guys are okay with it. Um, over the next couple weeks, Ed Sullivan is here next week. If you, by the way, if you haven't joined us live, you should it's super fun. Even if you come late, Mark was, Mark came in a little late. Mark, good to see you. Thanks for coming out. Um, 
Oh, and he says, just before I go, he says, winterizing the lawnmower, good idea, right? Maybe changing the oil in the lawnmower for the first time for some, right? In your generators, if you've got some of those. Uh, Desummarizing the snowblower, pull that thing out. Maybe change the oil in that as well. I, I, that's, that is a good fall thing to do. Um, over the next couple of weeks, Ed Sullivan is here next week. Um, and if you haven't joined us live before, you should come out and do that. Ed did a, uh, a fun event for, uh, for Cigar Authority. We're not going to necessarily talk about that. He used a whole bunch of tech to do that event, a couple batteries and some other stuff. So he's going to bring some cool stuff. We're going to talk about the gadgets he used to get that done. And then our friend, our good friend, our best friend, Aaron Lawrence, will be here on uh, the 16th of November. And we will talk all things Black Friday coming up. I don't, I spent so much money on not Black Friday. Well, we'll spend some time talking about it. Maybe there's some things out there. Maybe if you got some Black Friday stuff you're looking for and in prep for that show or whatever, you can send send me an email, jim at theaverageguy.tv with some things you're looking for, keeping an eye on Black Friday. We'll, we'll bring those into the show and talk about it. And uh, I love that feedback. So Aaron comes and joins us. And then no show on the 23rd. That's the week of Thanksgiving here in the United States. So I'll be taking that off um, as well. And, uh, and then as we wrap it, Uncle Marv says, how do you winterize a lawnmower? Uh, well, Uncle Marv lives in Florida. It's never winter in Florida. Never. So Uncle Marv, just change the oil every once in a while. You know, just pour it down the sewers because it's fine. All, all drains don't lead to the ocean in, in Florida. Don't do that, by the way. Don't do that. Um, Change the oil. Well, here, Tony says it. Change the oil. Clean the deck. Change the belts. If you have belts. So not all not all do. Filters. I need to change the filter in my mower for sure. So, yeah, he was, he was making a joke. But that's okay. We are live every Thursday, 8 p.m. Central, 9 Eastern, out here at theaverageguy.tv slash live. Thanks for hanging out with me tonight. Hope it wasn't too serious, but... But uh, appreciate you guys going along with me on the journey and uh, my health journey. And I hope I can be of some kind of service to you on your own and whatever you're doing. And uh, appreciate you guys just listening in and being a part of it. I know it may sound weird at being just me for a whole hour, but uh, we got it done. And uh, we got through it, and it was kind of fun. If you're listening live, uh, I'll stay around for a little bit of post-show. And uh, that'll make the Patreon Patreon folks get to listen to the whole thing. I mean, you can go to the YouTube channel and do it as well. But in Patreon, I send it to you. I send you both the audio and the video from this, the whole thing, the whole live show. You can get to it. Just kind of easy that way. One $5 plan. You can check it out. Big thanks to Christian. I got to get him back. Uh, I got an email from somebody who said, hey, can we get a a Bitwarden uh, LastPass update? Like, okay, we made a big deal about this, but what's going on? So. I'll get Christian to come back and update us on that here. Maybe in December, we can get that taken care of. We are live every Thursday, 8 p.m. Central, 9 Eastern. Oh, I was going to say, big thanks to Christian, Maple Grove Partners. Of course, they host all, everything I do here is hosted by him, except StreamYard. But uh, certainly the average guy.tv, both web and media hosting, powered by Maple Grove Partners. You know the spiel. Get, get, what do I say all the time? Get, High speed, reliable. And I can't say it because I like I'm out of it's really good stuff. Check it out today, maplegrovepartners.com. And uh, and he's got plans that start as 10 bucks. And so if you need a website, need anything done, uh, give Christian a call. He'll do it as well. We are live every Thursday, 8 p.m. Central, not every, but most 
little less than we used to be. <laughs> I'm putting more and more conditions on this thing, right? We are live every Thursday, 8 p.m. Central, 9 Eastern. Now here at theaverageguy.tv slash live. Love to have you join us live. And if you can't, that's okay. Thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Appreciate your feedback. By the way, I'm making a better effort. If you if you do send me an email, chances are I'm going to ask you if I call it, if I could, if we could just chat a little bit. I happen to Bjorn. And I said, hey, can we chat? And he said, yeah, I may do that. So send me an email and we'll chat. Um, uh, thanks for coming out. For those listening live, we'll do a little bit of a post show. I think with that, we'll say goodbye.